welcome to this episode of A Girlfriend's Guide to Grief. My name is Mindy Lawhorn, and I've got some cool stuff to share with you today. Whether you've experienced a lot of grief, whether you've lost someone, or whether you know someone that has, this is going to be helpful, but it also kind of busts open the door of how to talk to someone who's lost someone, the things that we can do that are truly helpful. And my biggest hope is to give you personally help to get through these tough times. Join me. Psalm 73, 25 and 26 says, Who have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire but you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is my strength. He's the strength of my heart and my portion forever. As I record this podcast, I'm looking out of a Greensboro, North Carolina hotel room. I was so pleased this morning to open my window to get some light in to see I'm looking over a beautiful ballpark. I don't know the team of this, but I'll put it in the show notes, the team who plays here. But I opened my window and I was pleasantly surprised. Let me tell you why I'm here. I live in Texas. Why am I at some random hotel looking over a ballpark in Greensboro, North Carolina? Well, the answer to that is my late husband Lee's mom passed away. Lee was adopted. His mom was about 40 when she adopted him, and she passed last week. She was 91. Now, my to this date, I don't know when you're going to be listening, but Lee passed in December of 2019. We're not even a year and a half into him transitioning to heaven, and I got the news that his mom passed. The wave of emotion that came over me was almost unbearable. And I know that Lee's gone. I know his mom would have soon gone to heaven too. I mean, she's in her 90s. Who lives, you know, to their 90s? But grief has been described as waves. One of my dear sweet friends, Michelle Myers, sent me a a poem. And it's about a man who was recently shipwrecked. And and he basically compares the waves of the ocean, you know, almost drowning him in the beginning. And they were just so violent and he couldn't control anything about the waves. He was just trying his best, you know, to breathe and live to the waves of grief. And I tell you, sisters and brothers, if you're listening, oh my gosh, is it similar. And so knowing that Lee's mom passed, knowing that the boys and I would be traveling back to his home where he grew up, doing all the things that we had only ever done with Lee in North Carolina, brought back so many waves of emotion. We flew yesterday, both my boys, Andrew and Garrett, and and oddly, on the plane, you know, I was thanking God that we could do this, number one. Number two, I love having my boys in an atmosphere like this where we have to be together. It draws us closer. Andrew's soon to be 19 years old. 
I don't know if you remember being 18, 19, but you don't want to have a lot to do with your parents. I'll just put it that way. But he's so funny and he's a really good brother to Garrett. But having us together, part of me was like, you know, thank you, God, for this opportunity, but I need your help. Going back to Lee's home, you know, to the way it smelled, to knowing where he grew up, his room growing up, all of his weird toys, you know, that he still has there and posters of cars and, you know, hair metal bands and all this stuff is still there. And I was, oh, I can't even tell you how I was dreading it, but it's like I knew it had to be done. And the thing that kept just circling in the front of my head was, what do I have if everything falls? What do I have when I'm in so much pain? What do I have? And I, and what I have, you guys, is Jesus. God will never leave us or forsake us. He is my rock. What do I have on earth besides Him truly? It's truly Him because He is never ending. He's the beginning. He is the end. He was there before. And I hold on to that with like a white knuckled grip because through everything, he's been there. Through all of these crazy emotions and ups and downs and my daily plans that don't work out, he's still there and he's still holding me. And he's not holding me down, he's holding me up. And I thank God so much that I have that to rely on. And so the big message I want to share with you today is that as I sit here, the funeral will be today. I'm in my workout clothes. I've already read my Bible study. Um, I've taken all my supplements. I'm ready to go, but I'm pausing. Just praying that God not only will be there today, but that His Holy Spirit will just fill the place, that it will be a celebration, that it will be good, that it will be something He intends and I know that he's going to be there and he's going to do that because my negative worldly mind sees all the bad, sees how there's another thing taken from us, sees how here we are once again dealing with death. Here we are once again, not at our home, not thriving, you know, not getting to go do all the things we want. But I'm reminded that God's ways are different than our ways. I'm reminded that of all of the things that he's done in the Bible that we've recorded and maybe even in your life, they're never in these perfect situations. They're always in times of struggle. They're always in times where we have no place to go but to him. And I just want to share that with you. I'm resting in his love, in his plan, and in my hope in him. While my heart is aching, I always run back to him and that, to me, friends, is the big message I want to share with you. We can't hold on to anything of this world because it's fleeting. I love people, and I know people mean well, but we can't fully trust in any human because we're human. The flesh will always fail us, but God won't. So let me end with this. Driving towards Lee's home tonight, or yesterday, I'm sorry, uh, I was so not looking forward to turning that corner and seeing that old green house on two acres 
heavily wooded, backed up by this pond. I mean, it's really cool, 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 you know, property. But I was not looking forward to that. I remember the first time he took me there to meet his mom. I remember it all. And we turned the corner and guess what? The house was blue. My sister-in-law who has moved in and took has taken care of Lee's mom for the past two years, dropped her whole life, quit her job, moved in to every single day take care of her. They did some renovations to the house. Now, while I'm smiling, is that's how good God is to me. And if you look for those things, sisters, you're going to see how good God is to you. He took away the sting, if that makes sense for me. Seeing it blue, I went, ah, it looks so good. It's blue. It looked different. It looked happy. It looked fresh. They added a patio on the back of it. Um, They're adding a pool. Like, it's the home, but it's a different home. It's one that Lee would have loved to have seen the changes happen. But I've walked into those doors thanking God. Thank you, God. He took away that pain I was expecting, and he brought something. He put something beautiful and, like, fresh and new in it. And that is a gift from God. And those are the things, you guys, that we can train our eyes and our ears and our hearts to look for. But above all, I pray that you seek him. Above all, I pray that you will open your heart just to him and that things aren't being done to hurt us. They're actually being done for us and that there's a bigger plan. And if we can open our hands and hearts and give it to God and and say, I don't understand God. This hurts. I don't get it. But you must know better. Y'all, he created this world. He created you. He's allowing all these things to happen. And he says in his word that it's for our good and for his glory. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for this time. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this beautiful ballpark that is just another surprise. We came here expecting no joy. And you've already done so many good things, Lord God, that we didn't expect. Lord, why would I ever question you? I wouldn't. But Lord, I think we try to prepare ourselves for things. And Lord, I'm just opening my hands to you. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for those little things that you bless us with, Lord God, when we're willing to look and seek. Lord, I pray that my friends can see past their pain enough to see you, that they can see past that cutting, cutting discomfort, Lord God. It's like a knife. And Lord, it gets recut as soon as it seems to heal or, or begin to heal, Lord God, that wound is opened again for whatever you know reason or whatever memory or for us, another death. But Lord, you have reasons, you have ways, and there's a bigger picture, and there's more you want us to see other than our own pain. Please let us not be selfish. Let us be selfless. Let us open our hands and just say, God, what do you want? Show me what you want, God, because there's something bigger and something better here. Show me what it is. Show me how to see it. Lord, for today, I pray that you allow Andrew and Garrett and I to see you, that you allow us to be loved to others, that you allow us 
to have that joy that surpasses like all understanding and the peace <laughs> that surpasses all understanding through this Lord. Lord, when we have lost so much, let us, let us just have our eyes focused on you. And instead of us focused on you, have a plan and you've, you're going to redeem Lord God, all the hurtful, horrible things in our life someday. But Lord, let us be loved. Let us be supports to the Lawhorn family and their friends. Let us come with your light. And Lord, I pray for all my friends that are hurting or know someone that's hurting. Lord, please just let them be kind enough to others. Let them be selfless enough and likable, Lord God, enough so that when those others need them, they'll be willing to hear the reason for their hope. They'll be willing to listen. Let us not be hateful Christians, Lord God, judging, pointing fingers. Let us be the exact opposite. Let us love first as you did. And then when the time comes, Lord, speak to the reason for our hope, which is you, Jesus. You died on the cross. You rose again. You are our everlasting hope. I pray all this in your name. Amen. You guys, thanks for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Listen, I would love if you could help me out. This is, you know, a free podcast. I don't have sponsors. I do have a few things I'm also doing that I think will just give more glory to God and help more people. If you could come to the Hope and Struggle podcast and rate us, I would love to hear from you. You can leave a voice memo. You can write a little write-up. I would love, love, love for you to do that. But you can also check out a venture that I did about a year ago, right before Lee passed, that God has just put in my heart to grow, and it's called The Bible Babes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at the website, The Bible Babes, and it's just a non-drama, zero-judgment, fun, girly, Jesus-loving Christian women's community that we put together, and we do Bible studies and have calls each week, but we also give once a month to worthy causes. We have great speakers. And I just want to make you aware that we have that. Do you need a women's community that is zero judgment? I mean, we allow nothing but a lot of laughter and lashes and and, and lipstick and and, and just fun Jesus talk. That's what we allow. And if that's something that you need, or maybe you can't go to your local Bible study, you know, at, at the church you normally go to or wherever, come and check us out. I would love to hear from you, and I would love to know more about you. Let me know if I can help you, and if you know anyone that's lost, please guide them to this Girlfriend's Guide to Grief. I want to do the best I can through what God's pulled us through. And this could be something that helps many. All right. Love y'all. Bye.